Good morning. It is 9.07. Uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is uh, going to be on board. He will explain the uh, caucus party system for the 2024 presidential election cycle here in Missouri. Uh, he also wants to comment on what's going on in Israel. Um, he's got a couple of other uh, topics that are on his mind. He appears as the Secretary of State and no more. He is not on for a candidacy or anything else. It has nothing to do with any political race. Just that he's Secretary of State, and I'm curious to see what he stands, where he stands on several issues. That'll be at uh, 9.35 this morning. And uh, let's see. We've got um, Murray Sabrin, Professor Emeritus, Ramapo College. His view on the state of the economy and Israel. We'll kick that around with him at 10.05. In the meantime, uh, Brian Hansen is on board. And uh, engineering, pushing the buttons, making things happen. I had a, an interesting uh, an interesting day yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I've been listening. To, I can hear the uh, blood um, pumping through my ears. I can hear it. And at first I thought, well, it, it's, it's, you know, if I concentrate, I can hear it. And that's why I can hear it. And I, and I kept thinking, well, now I'm... You know, mentally, I just keep <laughs> listening for it. So I want myself up and to uh, go do an Internet search. And as it turns out, there is uh, this, if you have uh, high blood pressure. Ah. I was uh, under certain, say, what? Certain I... circumstances, you actually can hear the blood pumping in your inner ear. So if you can hear this, if, if you uh, are within the sound of my voice and you can hear this, go get it checked out. Um, it, it turns out that um, I still have a little ways to go on the blood pressure thing, but I ended up going to the doctor. And now they want to do this vein mapping thing and all kinds of uh, other tests. Um, so uh, if you, the whole point of this is that if, if you're one of those people who, like me, can suddenly hear this, get it checked out. It, it doesn't hurt. Uh, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, that's what I did, and uh, now I'm I'm set for a real bumpy ride. I mean, they want to check everything, and uh, I will do that. So, uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-557. I imagine a whole bunch of people right now turning down their radios and, and listening <laughs> in the quiet. I thought you were setting me up for a joke or something. No, no, okay. I, I was uh, concerned about it. I'm still concerned. Uh, they did an EKG and everything was fine. Uh, a couple more tests and and everything seemed okay. Just that my blood pressure was elevated a little, and um, you know they're they're going to work on a few things to to see exactly what's going on. And hopefully it doesn't turn out too badly. Otherwise, uh, Brian will be hosting the show from <laughs> here on out. Could be your producer that's causing your blood pressure to spike. You know, yeah, have you ever know, thought I of that? To, I didn't want to accuse you of that on the air. Right. But, you know, it's true. It's probably you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, just a warning. If you think you can hear that, um, <laughs> you know, once, once you get in a quiet place where you can hear it, it's like, ooh. Now I now you you start listening for it all the time. Uh, the uh, stock market is uh, taking a bit of a hit. I don't know exactly what's scaring them. Earnings reports, I don't know, but we'll find out. I'll keep you apprised of that. Uh, if you are trying to stave off dementia, 
there is a apparently a way to delay the onset. And uh, could be that a, a passionate night in bed boosts your brain health later in life. Growing body of evidence that sexual satisfaction among older adults may delay or even prevent cognitive decline. So, um, <laughs> just go to your spouse Be and say, yeah, look, careful. I'm trying to prevent Alzheimer's here. <laughs> and and <laughs> That's a new excuse. Uh, you, you were cheating on me. Well, I was just trying to prevent Alzheimer's. That's all. Yeah, nothing else. It's just, uh, you know, I have no, no other motive here. <laughs> no, absolutely not. The data was analyzed in relation to changes in cognitive status over a decade. And uh, over that period, 33.5% of the individuals developed cognitive impairment. Participants with greater sexual satisfaction at baseline were less likely to convert from cognit uh, cognitively intact to mild cognitive impairment or dementia um, in, in the future. So there you go. I'm, I'm just giving you some advice. Uh, if you get caught cheating on your spouse, maybe that's what you have to say. Just whatever it takes to, you know, <laughs> protect yourself. By the way, uh, Brian. Yes, sir. Interestingly, I got a message um, for you that came in through uh, GaryNolan.com. Uh-oh. Am I in says, trouble? Um, Brian Hansen, question mark. More like Brian Hansom. <laughs> uh, I don't know who the guy is, uh, but is uh, he says uh, it's not your wife, uh, not Brian's wife, Brian Hansen, more like Brian Hansom. You know that's the uh, nickname that uh, Jennifer <coughs> provided for me a year or two ago. Yeah, Hansom uh, Hansen or something. It's like yeah, she she needs a new pair of glasses. Yeah, for sure. as perspicacious as she is, yeah. you would think uh, she would know better. <laughs> Uh, but that was the observation. Anyway, I thought I would pass that along to you um, so that you would uh, know it. Uh, what is this one? Uh, not related by topic, just an observation while waiting for the Republicans to get their poop together. Ignore, if you wish, uh, president, uh, presidential 16 steps succession. Every single one is a Democrat, except for two unelected far-left uh, office holders. That's not right. Uh, actually, the Speaker of the House... Oh. We don't have one. Never mind. Uh, one of those is a uh, general who makes his politics uh, clear. Uh, not suspicious at all that Republicans cannot agree on a strong constitutional candidate and leave that position vacant as the time, uh, as the time I write this. Coup complete. Well, I think Jim Jordan is going to pull this out. I think he's going to, I think he'll be the next speaker. I think he's going to have his hands full. Uh, he's a fighter, and he doesn't seem the compromising type. So I'm sure that all the moderate Republicans will be unhappy with his leadership. And who knows, maybe they'll, they'll do the same thing to him that uh, the real conservatives uh, managed to, uh, to do to the, to the last Speaker of the House. Time will tell. Uh, all right, uh, let's do this. Uh, take a, a quick break, and uh, then we'll come back. Uh, apparently, a couple of Palestinians have decided who who bombed that hospital. No, it was Israel. 
no, 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 no. No, it was. I read the New York Times. They said it was Israel. Oh. Well, we get a different story from these Palestinians. And that's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. All right. Uh, let me see. On the uh, hearing the blood pumping in my ears, I uh, got a message from Twain. He says, Gary, on hearing the blood pumping, you have early onset tinnitus. I did the exact same thing. It went from hearing my blood pump to a constant hissing and cricket sound in my ear. Well, we're going to have to explore that. That's all. Uh, can't, uh, can't avoid that. Uh, Chuck on the dementia qu- uh, uh, statement here. Uh, Chuck, good morning. Well, Gary, I wish you wouldn't bring up subjects like this on the radio because now every time my wife forgets where she puts the car keys, it's going to be my fault. <laughs> oh, oh, you- I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you, you've got a duty to perform there, pal. Yeah, well, I'm long past even wanting to do that anymore. So, <laughs> oh I no, guess, you never get I that guess. old. No, no. All right. Yeah, I think it, I think our problem is going to go far beyond the car keys. <laughs> <laughs> it's your it's your conjugal duty, Chuck. All right, buddy. <laughs> good good luck with that. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show, man. I wouldn't want to be him when I get home. Oh my, oh boy, so much trouble. Oh yeah. All right, uh, so. The New York Times uh, was confident that it was Israel that bombed this hospital uh, in the Gaza. But it turns out it wasn't. They had drone video. You could see this thing was coming from the other direction. And they looked at the metal that was used to, to build the missile, and it wasn't Israeli. Uh, it, was, it was Palestinian. And they, uh, they actually have the audio of a couple of Palestinians talking about this. And... It's, it's in Arabic, um, but it, what they're saying is, I'm telling you um, that we did this. He, this one Palestinian is saying to the other, Hamas operative number one, I'm telling you, this is the first time that we see a missile like this falling, and so that's why we're saying it belongs to to the Palestinians. They're saying it belongs to Palestine. Is it from us, the other one says? It looks like it. Who says this? They're saying that the shrapnel from the missile is local shrapnel. What are you saying, the other uh, terrorist asks. Uh, But God bless, it couldn't have... Uh, no Never mind. It came from the cemetery behind the hospital. So they admit it. They know it. But here's what's going to happen. They're going, they're going to paint the Israelis as the evil ones. Uh, and, and if they can, and, and this is beginning to resonate. This, oh, it was Israel that bombed the hospital. It's beginning to resonate with the Arab countries. There is just nothing Israel can do that, that they don't... If they do nothing, they continue to get hammered. If they respond, they're the bad guy. If, if the Palestinians screw the pooch and drop a bomb on their own people, everybody believes it was Israel. There's, there's just... There's no... <laughs> I've never seen such a well-orchestrated attack, both physically and socially. 
The, the other thing that uh, it's not being reported widely is the fact that there were secondary explosions following the missile, which leads me to believe maybe there was uh, some missiles being stored at the hospital. No, 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 they would never do. No, okay, I know. Well, maybe, maybe maybe in in the uh, uh, infant and children's ward, maybe there, but (laughs) but nowhere else, nowhere else. Uh, Let me go to the phones, Uh, Gerald. Good morning. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. What's really the saddest thing is um, they're they're the unwanted dogs of the Muslim world. They, and you know what happens if you keep a a dog in a small place and then you don't you don't love them you end up just getting hateful and you know Egypt won't let them in Syria won't let them in and they're stuck in that little teeny area and then they just breed that hate 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 and this is the same game plan they always use uh, they they want more of their people to die in response to what Israel does and then that way they're hoping that other Arab and uh, Muslim nations will come to their aid. And, and that's, that's, a, that's exactly what's going on. They're, and they're, they're, they do this all the time. And remember what they're doing now is Israel won't go in right away right now. They're scamming their north border. They're planning for the south and they're planning for the east. When they go in there, they got to be ready to do an all-out preemptive strike like they did in 68 or, or get on them really hard like they did in 73 or what, like, let's see, 56. Or, or again in 2006, you know, it's like this is no new game to Israel, but they're always the bad guy. They've had more UN, what do they call it, declarations or abominations from than any other country, as small as they are. Yeah, and UN is them. and UN is useless. Yeah, why are we what supporting? Else do I want to talk about. Hmm, uh, I think that's it. Well, right. wait, I just wanted to say everybody support the Mizzou teams. They're all doing good. And uh, we got to brighten up the day somehow. Thanks for doing your job, Gary. I'm glad you're feeling better and uh, get well. All right, Gerald, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Gary sent me a message, Brian. I was reading it a second ago. I started to chuckle. So you were talking about seniors with an active sex life, and it reduces the chances of mental decline. I have to be careful. Sex makes me hear my blood pressure in my ears. <laughs> oh, I'm going to regret. Can you hear that? Hear what? I don't hear anything. No, that's that's me. Huh. Yeah. No, I'm not hearing it. Oh well that's <laughs> that must be really annoying to you. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know. hear a heartbeat that never goes away. <laughs> Seriously? Well, no, does, I'm glad I'm not hearing that. Well when, when it does go away, it's all over but the shouting. <laughs> uh, it's nice to know I got friends like you. <laughs> so I can avoid them. <laughs> Um, there is, I don't know, I, I don't want to get too involved in anything because in a, in a couple of minutes, the Secretary of State is going to be on, uh, Jay Ashcroft, and uh, he and I are going to talk about the way things are uh, kind of going to change here for uh, the state of Missouri. The, the old primary system is apparently uh, not quite going to be the same. And the caucus uh, party system is going to be different for a lot of people. So we will, uh, we will ask the Secretary of State, Jay Ashcroft, about that. He'll be on in a few. Uh, in fact, at uh, 1035, he'll be with us. 
He also wants to talk about what's going on in Israel. Uh, and uh, by the way, there is a terrific article I was reading about this kibbutz, which um, it is just a commune uh, where these people all kind of live together. But apparently uh, some of these uh, members had rifles and guns and they were able to stave off the attack, saved tons of lives doing it. And I keep reminding you, I, I did this from the very first day of the attack, reminding you to go out and get a gun and get ammunition and, and learn to carry it. One of the most important pieces of information that I can give you, perhaps the best advice I can give you, is to take a class. And a class, uh, and when I say take a class, not only to understand the laws in the state of Missouri, where you can carry, where you can't, what the consequences are, and when you, uh, if you use your firearm, uh, under what circumstances, and all of that, but you also need to take a class from a qualified instructor who will teach you to shoot. It's not as easy as it looks to shoot accurately. And you are responsible for your target and what's beyond. So get the gun, get the ammo, take the legal class, even if you don't get the permit. Even if you don't get the permit, take the class. Uh, personally, I would get the permit because then you can go to other states. Uh, we have reciprocity with a lot of other states. But even if you don't get the permit, take the class so you know how to protect yourself legally. And then get a, a firearms instructor and spend some hours with, uh, with them. And one more thing that I would recommend. Get a lot of ammunition. You should be out practicing on a regular basis. And that's the only way to keep those skills sharp. Practice, practice, practice. And if there's an ammo shortage, if, for instance, we begin sending all of our ammunition to Israel and, uh, and, and other countries around the world that are experiencing tumult, and there's a shortage, if you've stocked up now, the shortage really won't affect you. You'll just catch as catch can, but know that you've got plenty of ammunition. You, you, you may think I'm being overdramatic about this. I assure you, I am not. We just heard the head of the FBI say there are lone wolf uh, attackers out there, and, and it is the biggest concern they have. So protect yourself, protect your family, and take the classes. And know under what circumstances you will fire that weapon. Make up your mind before you walk out the door with a gun attached to your hip. Under what circumstances, and it is the most important decision you'll make after you've taken those classes. Because then you won't have to think about it. You'll know, all, my, all I want to do is get the hell out of here alive. Or you'll think to yourself, oh, I'm going to protect my wife, my family, or these, you know, the crowd that I'm with. But you have to make that up, that mindset in advance. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft coming up next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
It's 9.35. Glad to have you with us. In a second, uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is going to be on board with us. Brian, what is that uh, thing that CNN used to say about their their reporting? This is CNN. This is CNN. Yeah, and James then, Earl Ray, was it? I, but, but they did something about uh, a piece of fruit. I don't I remember exactly what oh, it was. Oh, this is a banana. Or this is an apple. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently they can use something new. It's called, uh, this is an altered video to make a false claim. <laughs> Trust CNN, boy. They are, the, they are a resource you can depend on. Uh, all right. If you've got any questions, uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is on board with us. Mr. Secretary, good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, I want to start with the, the uh, caucus party system. Uh, for the 2024 presidential election cycle. Uh, how is that differing from what we've done in the past, and what do we have to do to be involved? Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Beautiful morning. Uh, in Missouri, we will not be having a presidential preference primary next year. In the past, we would have a presidential preference primary where the people could vote, and uh, the people... Uh, the results of that would be used, and the party could use that to determine who the delegates would be to the national convention, either the Republican, the Democrat, or the Libertarian. Those are the three parties that have ballot access in Missouri. Uh, they would pick the delegates uh, somewhat based on that primary. Next year, there will be no primary. Missouri will have caucuses across the state in every county, and Missourians that want to be involved in picking who the nominees for president will be next year need to be involved in the caucus of the party that they affiliate with, be it Republican, Democrat, or Libertarian. The way to do that is to reach out to your local county central committee. All the parties have those in every county, including the city of St. Louis, across the state. Each party sets the rules for the caucus. They'll set the location. You'll need to set aside a couple of hours on that day, if not the full day. And there will be cussing and discussing, and the people of Missouri will pick their delegates for president. Cussing and discussing. Boy, that's, that's right. <laughs> well, you know, for years I argued that uh, taxpayer money shouldn't be involved in uh, electing uh, uh, nominees and uh, primaries. Uh, the Libertarians, for instance, will have a, a, a national convention. They'll send their delegates down there. Uh, and, and that's how they ought to do it every, uh, in every state. I I like this better than um, you know taxpayer funding uh, of a primary, but it does sound a bit well complicated, doesn't it? Um, it is more complicated. <clears throat> I would say the the pros of a caucus are that the state is not paying for it, and it really is the the core individuals of a party that are making the decision. Uh, the cons of it are it, it takes longer, it's a little bit more complicated, and of course, I don't know of any state that has done a caucus well that still allows uh, military personnel overseas to participate, but I know the parties are, are working on doing that. All right. Uh, it, it, it is, I think, uh, a step in the right direction. Let me uh, let me uh, move on here because uh, the Republicans are in, well. There's a little tumult in Washington because the Speaker of the House has lost his position, 
and we have yet to uh, to replace him. Nothing gets done without a speaker. What do you think? I, it, did they did they do wrong by expelling the the speaker? Um, where do where do you stand on this? I I think they look like a bunch of idiots. Um, I, I hate to say that, um, but the longer this goes on, the more it seems like this was about personalities and personal vendettas and not about serving the people of this country. And um, we need uh, elected officials that are about others instead of themselves. Having said that, as a small government Republican, it's, it's hard for me to get mad when the government shuts down and quits causing more problems. So uh, there, 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 are, there are some silver linings to it in that they're not passing worse laws. But I just think it, it, just, it just makes them all look silly. Well, the speaker, when he was put in place, said that he would do some things that he did not do. And this, this group from the Liberty Caucus seems to be standing on principle. Uh, the Republican Party, it, 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 we have this belief that they're the smaller government, lower taxes, less spending party. And it turns out that that was not the direction that the House was going in. Uh, and regular order wasn't being observed. So they stood on principle, and they're being excoriated for it. I don't know. I, 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 I appreciate people that stand on principle. Um, what has not been explained to me, and maybe I just haven't seen this, was what the speaker did not do that was actually doable. Um, if, if there were things that he could have done that there would have been the votes for if he had worked it, that he had agreed to do and didn't do, then yes, he was at fault. If they wanted him to do things that were just impossible based on where the votes were and what votes could be changed, and he did what he could, well, then, then, I, then I disagree with them. And I... One thing I do think is that it, the, the individuals that, that moved to get rid of the speaker, I'm not sure they've done a good job of getting their message out because I pay a lot of attention as to exactly what the speaker was supposed to do that he could have done that he didn't do. Um, it seems to me, not there myself, that the speaker was trying to do things through the normal order, but the votes weren't there. If the Republicans all stood on this on that same principle of limited government, lower taxes, less spending, then the vote should have been there. They would have they should have dominated. The problem is there are so many wishy washy Republicans in Washington that you know it it uh, it's a challenge. But stand on principle, do what you have to do, and if they reject it, they reject it. Uh, it instead, what we're doing is for political purposes. Uh, just sort of compromising our way to the left a little bit at a time. And I find that to be uh, a, a bit troubling. In the meantime, I've opened up the phones. You want to take a couple of calls? Sure, love to. All right, let's get Tina on the line. Uh, I think calling from Columbia or somewhere thereabouts. Tina, good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. Uh, my concern is um, I saw earlier... Uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders 
signed in, their state signed in, where China or other countries cannot own United or Arkansas farmland. Um, this should be done in Missouri also and any of our other states. But where does Ashcroft stand on this? Mr. Secretary? Um, thank you. Great question. Uh, I actually worked on legislation that would do just that. Uh, there were two bills, Senate Bill 55 and House Bill 903. House Bill 903 is, I think, the bill that Arkansas modeled for their law that they passed. It specifically called out countries that were the enemies of the United States and said that they should not be able to buy land in our country while they're our enemies. Um, it passed out of the House. Uh, I want to thank Representative Hafner from Cass County for helping to do that. We, we, we worked on the bill together. But unfortunately, when it got to the state Senate, our state Senate amended it to allow any foreign government in the world to buy as much of our land as they want. And it died because the House said, we're not passing that. It was supposed to stop these foreign governments that are enemies from buying our land. Okay, Tina, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft with us. Uh, I want to um, <clears throat> take a look uh, kind of um, outside of Missouri. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the uh, Department of Health and Human Services has issued a mandate that says um, if you have a transgender staffer, you have to call them by their preferred pronoun. This is like declaring insanity sane. It's, it's, it... it makes me crazy yeah it, it is crazy i think maybe we just need some uh, staffers that will put their pronouns as let's go brandon and see how long that works oh i hadn't thought of that. that's a great idea yeah i figured you would like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> just call me let's go brandon oh i'll bet they wouldn't be happy about that anymore <laughs> nay nay perlene uh janet yellen uh, and we played some audio of this uh is saying that uh, we can we can afford to uh, underwrite both wars, and we're thirty three trillion, almost thirty four trillion dollars in debt. Where do we pull? Where do we stop this? It, it is amazing the ability of Democrats and and individuals in government to just lie with a straight face. We do not have enough money for what we are spending now. We are borrowing against our grandchildren and their children. We are, I think we are going to default at some time. I think that's a foregone conclusion. And for them to say that we can just keep spending more and more is just an outright lie. And we need to quit just spending money because other countries want us to. And we need to focus on what's best for the people, first and foremost, of Missouri, because I'm a homer, and secondly, for the United States. That's what we need to do. If we don't have a strong interest in it, if it's not important for the people of the United States and good for them, we should not spend money on it. You know, the other thing that concerns me is that when we keep shipping all this ammunition and all these arms overseas, and then I keep reading these reports that um, our people are understaffed. Uh, um, uh, I was going to say understaffed, but no, they 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 don't have the supplies. The U.S. military doesn't have the supplies that they need. I think we. That's, 
we're in trouble. We are. And it's not just that we're in trouble for the next year. Some of these things they're talking about three to five years <clears throat> before we can build up. And once again, how, well, we have a government that unfortunately it appears was paid off by China. I mean, just think, how much better off would our country have been if Americans had paid 15 to $20 million to Joe Biden's family? Maybe they'd be worried about us <laughs> and not other countries. Uh, maybe. Mr. Secretary, thank you for being with us. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on the Gary Nolan Show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> we should have paid off Biden. He would have treated us better. <laughs> C CNN staged news report next on the Gary Nolan Show. 953, glad to have you with us. State of the economy, well, we're going to chat about that with our favorite, Murray Sabrin, economist. Uh, that will do at uh, 10.05. In the meantime, CNN, you know, they, they attack Fox News because they occasionally got something wrong or did something wrong. Let's let's not uh, eliminate the, uh, the obvious. They're not, uh, they're not saints. But they don't seem to really go after the left-leaning networks, which is just about everything else, save for, say, Newsmax. And here we have a case, and this is not the first time. I mean, we, I think it was ABC News that planted an explosive under a Chevy truck uh, several years ago to, to uh, make it appear that they explode on, uh, on impact. Um, there, there was a, a default. There was a problem with the trucks, but they couldn't make it happen. So, so they blew the damn thing up. It's like holy Toledo. And then uh, there, there was the flooding incident where a reporter was standing like waist high, deliberately in this only area that was covered in water, yeah. just just to set the scene. It's like, come on, that's not reporting the news. No, it's it's not. Uh, apparently, CNN has uh, has done it again. Uh, there's this video of of these uh, reporters, and it, I guess not not done particularly well. Cl Clarissa Ward, CNN's chief international correspondent, and her crew are lying on the ground while explosions go off in the background. Uh, the clip includes audio of an off-camera voice seemingly directing the group on what to do, as though they're as though they're actors. Now look around, Jerry. Just just look uh, as if you're in danger. You hear the voice in the background. Try to look nice and scared. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, catching your breath. <laughs> so they attacked. They got caught. CNN got caught faking an attack from Hamas in Israel. <laughs> like, whoa, there's... You want to know why CNN is in trouble? That's why. This is CNN. Yeah, uh, really, really a dependable uh, source of news. There are so few really dependable sources of news. And, uh, you know, everybody makes a mistake, and I understand that. But you can't so consistently commit errors of omission, um, just constantly, constantly uh, taking one political tact over another. It, it just, it's just not possible. By the way, this whole battery-powered car thing we've been talking about, well, apparently, there's a little, um, a little problem here. 
And it looks like the uh, the government's cafe standards uh, and, and this push for battery-powered cars might just get derailed. Uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration had a proposal, um, and this from the Biden administration, to restrict Americans' uh, ability to buy what they want. And apparently now there's a lot of hue and cry that this... Um, that this has to stop, that it's not, we're not ready for the battery-powered cars, and that um, they won't be able to meet the standards, nor will they be able to afford to pay the fines. Uh, the, uh, the, the CAFE standards that the Biden administration said would help combat climate change and save Americans money require passenger cars and light trucks to get a better fuel economy, 2 and 4% respectively, beginning in 2027. And under the rules, pickup trucks and work vans have to boost fuel efficiency by 10% every year, starting in 2030. Well, these are, these are standards that can't be met. And I've told you before, when they first enacted these CAFE standards, that's when you saw all those cars get really, really tiny. You know, you could have a behemoth Cadillac Eldorado that was uh, 4,500 pounds, and suddenly they they turn into uh, 3,000-pound cars, and they were made lighter, and they were more dangerous. And Nitschta admitted it killed thousands of Americans because the industry wasn't ready to make a safe car that was that small and light. But that hasn't stopped the CAFE standards from going on and apparently the fines are so steep that the manufacturers won't be able to pay them. And so they're calling for a, a, a halt to all of this. Ford has never paid civil penalties under the CAFE program. That's corporate auto fuel economy standards. And yet by Nitschta's own analysis, Ford would likely pay $1 billion in civil penalties if this proposal that they're uh, offering uh, is, is finalized, Ford um, wrote in, in a letter to them, this is alarming in and of itself and threatens substantial economic hardship for Ford. And apparently the other automakers uh, are in even worse shape. So it's possible this goes by the wayside. But so far... Um, they're just uh, continuing to promote insanity. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Murray Sabrin's look at the economy. Where are we headed? Is it getting any better? We'll find out in just a few minutes with the professor on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show 